0: Should Christians support Israel? If I don't support Israel, am I going against God's plan? Does the Bible support the nation state of Israel?
1: The answers to these questions will definitely make you think a little deeper and maybe, and hopefully, uh, read your Bible a little more closely.
0: That's right. We are your hosts, Nick Smith.
1: And Kylie Jo Smith. And we want you to stick around because we're going to be diving into this very controversial topic. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Nick Smith podcast, real life, no myth, where we talk about myths and misunderstandings
0: surrounding life, race, faith, and culture.
1: If you'd like to support the Nick Smith podcast, rate us on iTunes, or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to.
0: Hey, we are your hosts. We already said that Nick Smith and Kylie Jo Smith, but we are diving (laughs) into this question. Uh, Should Christians support Israel?
1: That's a tough one. It's It's, and you know what,
0: right off the bat, y'all trigger warning yes because we are going to have some unpopular opinions
1: unpopular interpretations
0: unpopular interpretations of the bible and so um we know that some of y'all are going to be like i can't believe they said i thought they were good (laughs) nice christian people but before you write us off hear us out and then you can comment or do whatever you're going do to do. Or don't and
1: just move on. Go back to watching whatever <laughs> video you're watching before this. That's fine.
0: It's true. Well, that's j- freedom. There's the door. <laughs> There's the door. Good episode, by the way, you should go back and watch yes. that or listen to it. Um. So let's just jump on into this bad okay. boy.
1: So, so if you don't know, if, first of all, if you don't know, if you're not watching the news, which we don't watch the news, but we definitely pay attention to um, relevant Stuff. cultural topics. Mm-hmm. And this is one that continues to come up. It's come up multiple times in our lifetime. Um, it's probably come up in your lifetime, your parents' lifetime, depending Guaranteed. on um, what generation you're from, and mm-hmm. we generally understand there's there's conflict and tension in the geographical area of Israel. So We've got, we got Palestine over there. We've got some Palestinian-Israeli conflict you got happening Gaza right now. Gaza Strip. You got Gaza the West strip. Bank. There's all these things happening. It's erupting into. Um, warfare things, things that are um, actually causing casualties and damage yeah. to property and harming people and and creating an unsafe environment. So we want to dive into this because every time this happens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: American Christians got something to say. That's true. And it's really hard for us to just kind of sit there and be like, yeah, totally. What you guys are saying is, yeah. But when we're looking at the actual situation and looking mm-hmm. at all the the understandings of where this has come from and what it means for people. So yeah. That's why we're talking about this today.
0: Yeah, and we—I I don't know about you, Kylie joe but for me, I have a hard time just accepting things at face value, just all the time. Kind of who Skeptical. I am. Skeptical. No, yeah, I would say discerning. You know, I would use that okay. language if okay. I were. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good word. But it, it's so difficult for me when anyone um, has an unquestioning stance on any topic, because mm-hmm. for me, I feel like questions are, are good. I feel like God yeah. has given us a brain to question things and to, to dive deeper into things. And mm-hmm. so when I hear people say things like, um, I stand with Israel, meaning the nation state of Israel, no matter what, like, mm. doesn't matter what they do. Um, honestly, what it rings in my ear is like the, the abused person. That's like, I'm going to love him no matter what, but he just beat the out Oh, wow. You. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. That's my man. It's like,
1: and we married each other and this, yeah, that's like, the I, promise I made.
0: I get it. But at the same time, like no critique, you can't even like, hey, maybe don't punch me next time. Like you can't have any critique about it. Wow. You just have to accept it wholesale. Mm. Like I, I can't swallow that pill. And so, yeah, um, I've always had that mindset of like, mm-hmm. OK, but why, though? Yeah. And so um, when all of this stuff came up again, because, again, it, it erupts every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many of our, our conservative evangelical friends. Um, have posted things that are are so pro-Israel. And again, um, you'll find out our stance by the end of this. Um, My main suggestion or main point of of view was like, okay, but why? Mm -hmm. Like, what is it about the nation state of Israel that, Um, all of these evangelical Christian denominations or these, these groups just jump on board no matter what. Yeah.
1: Well, and it it erupts from so many different areas of history in that area and history in America. And um, if you biblical history, biblical history. And so like a lot of that, what you're talking about, like that loyalty. And I think Americans, we have like really um, solidified brand loyalty. We are brand loyalists. It's like, I I only go to Chick-fil-A that's where I get my chicken from or yeah. KFC, which is cool. Popeye's
0: maybe. Popeye's, yeah. But we know. are
1: tied to a brand. We identify because we're tribal. Mm-hmm. We're, we're um, by nature. We're tribal. That's right. And so I think it, it doesn't surprise me mm-hmm. that American Christians in particular have a unique brand loyalty to Israel, the nation state. Now, when yeah. we say nation state, if you don't know, if, if you really have no understanding of this, so in, in the scriptures, you have Israel, the people of God, the, the chosen people yes. of God, right? We understand
0: this. The children is, of the actual person, Israel.
1: Yes, um, who wasn't originally named Israel. That's You right. don't know that. So we have this people who at a, a certain time in history didn't have a land, mm-hmm. and we understand that they were promised a land. It's called yes. the promised land. <laughs> and then there's a, there's a settlement in an area, geographically again. But over time, and actually it wasn't until what, the 40s, mm-hmm. um, Israel was not the, the nation state yeah. that it is now. Yes. And so when we talk about Israel, the nation state, we're talking about um, really it's, it's more of a contemporary idea and understanding of what it has come to be. It's not. It's not just understanding um, scripturally who the people of Israel are. Yeah. And I think as Americans, we, we just have not been educated properly, especially those who come from a more Zionistic interpretation of scripture yeah. who have kind of, I guess, a premillennial understanding mm-hmm. of what all of these things mean for the end times. And so yeah. when we say nation state, that's what we're talking about. We're not yeah. talking about the people of Israel as in God's holy people. As
0: in the Jewish people. And yes. I think... Um, Actually, I saw a Jewish person. I can't remember his name, or it was um, a tweet that went viral or popped up on my feed, at least. Um, And what what he said was that the um, ethnic identity of Jewish people in the diaspora, that's like spread out throughout the world, uh, since the '40s, have been so tied to the the country of Israel that any attack on the country of Israel is seen on an attack on the identity of the Jew. And Mm. so um, the way that the narrative has been written. Is that if you disagree with the, the country of Israel, meaning the political powers that be, um, you are actually anti-Semitic. You hate Jews. Wow. Right. And isn't this the same argument we hear from so many different schools of thought? If you don't agree with me on everything, you hate me. Like we heard, we've and heard as this in nationalism. Yeah,
1: we, we, we criticize that argument we do. when it comes to liberal agenda. Mm-hmm. We will criticize that argument. That we are also using, which is one reason why so many people look at the church and say, you are you are hypocrites. Yeah, because in the same breath that you're telling me, I shouldn't be doing that. You are doing that to others. Yeah. And this is one of this is a huge example of that happening.
0: Yeah. And I think it's so important for us to define as a people to understand, to completely comprehend that the nation of Israel. Right. We're not talking about the biblical people of God, um, as in the Jewish people, Mm -hmm. because they were a nation by faith. Mm. They were a nation that were purified by the law of Moses. They were a nation that were covenantal into the word of God, right? They, they mm. were they were the people that God chose. And
1: it wasn't ever based on land.
0: Well, it was, ba- uh, yeah, who they were wasn't based on land. Yes. But as a people, they were promised a land, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so the, the covenant was given to the people of God. If you follow my commands, mm-hmm. I will give you this nation. I mm-hmm. will give you this land. But what we're talking about now when we say Israel, we're not talking about the, the faith group of people who follow the, the Torah or the Talmud, like right. we're talking about a geopolitical power mm. that is a global power that has a military that has uh, political policies that um, deals in trade and barter with other countries. We're not talking about a faith group. Mm. And I think it's so important for us to distinguish the difference between the identity of faith that a nation primarily has, right? Mm-hmm. Because the nation of Israel primarily promotes Judaism as their national faith um but we we can't say that anything a nation state does is right just because they happen to harbor a a traditional biblical faith mm, that's like, good like we can't do that and so yeah. i think it's important for us to to take off our, our blinders and open our eyes to the truth of the matter that whatever you and we'll get into prophecy we'll get into all that in a second but before we go any further we have to come to the understanding that the nation state of Israel is that it is a nation state. Yeah.
1: We have to define the terms because yeah. I think in this conversation that's happening among Christians, um, a lot of it's happening in echo chambers, So it doesn't really, mm-hmm. people don't really care what their words mean. Yeah. But when we're engaging in this topic with people who disagree and we, we tend to do that. Here on show. Um, but when we engage on this topic, we have to understand where we're starting from. What that's is right. the truth of the matter? Like you said, let's strip away the blinders. Let's take away all the fog. And all of the emotionality in it and let's mm-hmm. say okay israel is this on a map it is labeled in this way this is what mm-hmm. israel is on a map
0: these are the political borders this,
1: this, yeah this is all of the the sovereignty that's had is is right here
0: mm-hmm.
1: that is not contained that, that does not contain um god's sovereignty Come on. over his nation of israel which is his people that he called yeah. by name by name and, and even to understand the biblical interpretation of what that meant to be called out of the world mm-hmm. and uh, out of darkness and all of those things. Like it's it's very important for us to start there.
0: And honestly, once we start and we define um, like the terms, right, we mm-hmm. understand that we're talking politics here. We're not talking mm. faith issues. Um, then as a Christian, um, we always need to go back to Jesus. You can't get beyond Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. So looking back in scripture, what was Jesus's stance on geopolitical issues anyway?
1: Well, clearly he was in favor of a two-party system. Where I mean, have he had an American only... flag tattooed on his leg. Right. Like, isn't that what no. Revelation
0: says? No. The <laughs> Jesus, uh, every time he was presented with an issue that was political in nature, he chose a kingdom approach mm-hmm. every single time. When they tried to uh corner him about taxes, right? He's like, Bring me some money. All right, who's on the money?
1: <laughs> give me a dollar. Who
0: whose face is that? Whose man's is that? And they're like, <laughs> That's Caesar. He's like, Bet, we'll give Caesar his stuff but give God's his, like, if, if you are gods, you're gods, it doesn't matter what nation you're in. And then even, um, I'm, I'm spacing out whether, which gospel it's in, but when Jesus opens the Torah and he reads from the book of Isaiah and he says, I've come to set the captives Mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. Um, and he reads that passage and they're like, yeah, Jesus. Um, in the next passage, the next scene, he comments on how in the days of Elijah, Elijah didn't go to the people of Israel, but he went to, um, he went to the neighboring country. He went to like other people, foreigners, people that were not the chosen people of God. And that's where he did more miracles. And if you read the Old Testament, Elijah and Elisha, they performed all these miracles for people who were not Israelites, who were not mm. Hebrews. Right. And so Jesus brings this up because they were like, you should be our king. And he's like, hey, listen, prophet's not welcome in his own town type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how the world works. This is how the kingdom of God works. Yeah. And they were like, oh, OK, let's go and kill him then. Yeah. Let's go and kill Jesus.
1: And in, in the same like. Same breath. Yeah, same folks that were like, oh, he's reading the, I love to hear him preach. I love the way he preaches the word. Then they're like, wait, but he practically has something to say about applying this word?
0: To, some- to all people? Not Don't just to like people it. that look like me? Cancel him.
1: <laughs> Can- <laughs> cancel Jesus. Cancel culture started back in Jesus' day. The Pharisees. Um, with the Pharisees. They were to cancel them. Probably before then. Just with- <laughs> um, but yeah, it's- it is important to understand that like, when Jesus came, he wasn't like, hey guys, we got to define the political understanding of, of what I'm saying. Yes there there was a political understanding to it. Yes. But what he was saying even even with the give to Caesar what is Caesar's give to God what it, what is God's he's he's exalting God above right. these man-made statutes. He's yeah. exalting God over the understanding and even the value of money. He's That's exalting right. God over who you say should get what yeah. and where it should be.
0: And we we see nowadays in um all of this Israel talk among Christians in America. From the safety of our internet, right? We get to watch stuff and proclaim how mad we are um, when these are actual lives <laughs> Digital being lost, outrage. Right? These are people dying and we're over here like, yeah. well, you know, got to stand with Israel. Okay. Mm. Um, but as we're over here proclaiming like whatever we want from the safety, we start to put um, a hierarchy on certain things that Jesus never did. Yeah. Like when you look at scripture, how many times did Jesus have the opportunity to exalt the nation mm-hmm. of Israel, mm-hmm. right? King Herod. Was the king of Israel? He could have easily been like, "Hey, you're the king, man. You you're the man. We're gonna lift you up." Yeah. But he never did that. Like he always spoke to the kingdom issues and was mm. not the kingdom of Israel, but the kingdom of God issues. Yeah. And um, the way that Jesus operated, uh, through the the New Testament, through when he blessed his disciples, he told him that they would be a blessing to all people.
1: Yeah. I told him yeah. to go out and preach
0: the word to all people. Yeah. Um, going into the New Testament, when uh, the Jews we're telling the Christians, hey, you got to be circumcised to be a Christian.
1: And Paul was like, No, you're not. Well, Paul even he took it not to the today. Jews in
0: Jerusalem. He was like, What y'all think? And they're like, Actually, you know what? I think y'all are good. I think your identity, the thing that's higher above your nationality mm. is your identity in Christ. Yeah. He he like Jesus always took the politic out of the the geopolitical stuff mm. and into the spiritual realm where it was like, listen, you're either with the lord or you're not yeah like it's 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 not about this social boundary this fake line on a map like Mm. the promised land was given yes that was all part of this stuff but i think we focus so much on prophecy yeah that we forget that that's not the um the main point of the christian walk
1: yeah because a lot of christians have that argument well we have to support israel as it stands now, because the Bible talks a lot about what has to happen in Israel in order for Jesus to come back, and here's my challenge to this. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Here's my challenge to this. Go ahead. Does the prophecy hinge on Jesus mm-hmm. or on what needs to be in place in order for Jesus to come back? Mm. Like. If I'm going to say that the prophecy hinges on whether or not Israel exists in this in this way that I'm interpreting it to exist, mm-hmm. in order for Jesus to come back, I am therefore putting the fulfillment of the prophecy on a natural entity rather than the supernatural God.
0: Yeah, straight up. That's
1: like, my that's the only issue I have with that because I'm all about yes we need to understand prophecy we need to look at it yes these things need need to be in place but we're not we're not merely using the Bible as a means to an end to get Jesus to come back so that we can then get our get out of get out of earth free card. Yeah. And We're not using it that way.
0: I like that you, what you just said, sorry that sparked because a lot of the the people that are pro um get out of earth free card are also pro rapture, right? And we have we've discussed how that's. Yes. The thing about um the rapture, the thing about end times, uh the thing about prophecy in general is uh the reason that God shrouded it in secrecy and like mystery is cuz not one person has it right. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus even mm-hmm. said, "Listen, I'm going to come back when I come back, like just be ready." Yes. Like, I, remember, <laughs> I remember my mom <laughs> My mom used to be like, hey, I'm leaving. When are we leaving? I'm going to leave when I'm going to leave. So if you're going with me, you need to be ready. Like She's, have your shoes on, yep. waiting by the door. Um, because if you're not, I'm leaving. And there's nothing you can do to stop and, me.
1: And you can't say that I didn't tell you I was leaving.
0: Just because I didn't give you a time. You
1: can't use ignorance as a way to get out of That's knowing right. that I'm le- And if you get left behind, it's because you weren't ready. Exactly. And, and that, Jesus Jesus knows how moms are. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus already knew. He was like, look, I'm going to need to say this in a way that y'all can get, get, it. get it. But mm-hmm. we don't get it. Here's the thing, because we have so many, like, complex understandings of Scripture. We have all these interpretations. We mm-hmm. have schools of thought that now have labels, like pre-millennial,
0: Pre- premillennialist,
1: <laughs> postmillennialist, amillennialist. Uh-huh. It's all about, and, and even in Christian circles. I'm amillennialist. millennialist.
0: You're, um, that's no, not that's not the a same. That's <laughs> sorry. I'm a
1: millennial. I'm a am a millennial. I'm a millennialist. I'm millennialist. Uh but even in, in Christian groups, you hear people say, <laughs> Well, are you post millennial or pre Do you believe in post rapture
0: or and
1: all of these things
0: pre-trade, post-trade?
1: Like yes, thank you. Like we have like all these ways of categorizing things and labeling each other. Mm-hmm. When really Jesus is looking at it like, look, are you
0: ready though? Yeah, like so here's my question going along with that. Okay. Um, no matter what happens in Israel, like, unless you're there and you're watching this, um but if you're anywhere else, no matter what happens, are you doing the things in your context? Come on. To fulfill the gospel where you Come are. Come on. Because the bottom line is not whether your opinion is pro Israel or anti Israel, right? If you're you're pro Palestine or anti Palestine, like the the bottom line is does what you're say, what you're say? Does what you are saying um reflect the gospel? and reflect how you can live out p- to be Jesus in your context. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, if it reflects a hard heart, if it reflects uh, nationalism, if it reflects bigotry, if it reflects anti-Semitism, if it reflects um, a- um, xenophobia, mm. then that's not reflecting the gospel.
1: Yeah, and people, I'm telling you right now, people over there in Israel and Palestine right now, mm-hmm. they do not care what picture of what flag you put on your Facebook they really profile. Don't. They don't. They're not caring about what you are doing, your little sphere of social media, what they don't care about that. Yeah. And they're not the ones who will be judging you based on what you're doing with the information you have. They, Come on. you will not be judged by Israel. You'll be judged yeah. by the living God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Israel's not sitting on that, that white, that I, great white last ground. I
1: checked that's not what my Bible says.
0: Yeah. And so like the did like with prophecy, And, and worrying about prophecy, like you can spend your entire life and a lot of people have, and a lot of people have made a lot of money capitalizing on, uh, fears of those who don't understand prophecy. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can spend your life in fear and worrying about prophecy and, and supporting things that make you feel like you're in control of what's going to happen. Cause that's ultimately what it is. Right. And here's another thing about that. If I feel like, um, supporting Israel is going to bring Jesus back quicker. You know what else it says is going to happen? The persecution of the Christians. It's true. So should I be in support of Christians being persecuted and killed? You know what else it says is going to happen? Hmm. Is like there's going to be an Antichrist, right? Right. So should I be in support of an Antichrist? Because it's going to bring Jesus. Well, and where does like, the
1: Antichrist come from?
0: Right? And so you have all these issues that come when you're like, uh, we have to fulfill prophecy. You know how you fulfill prophecy? You fulfill the Great Commission. That's how you fulfill prophecy.
1: And I would argue even deeper. You, you don't fulfill uh, no prophecy come on. on your own. You come don't on. even take credit for that. We do not fulfill the prophecy. Jesus is the one who, he said it. He's the one that brings the law and all the prophets. He yep. is the he one is the that fulfills every single thing. That's right. And so if anything we are focusing on and spending our energy on is not him mm-hmm. and him crucified and the message that that brings to the broken and dying world, come on. it is garbage. garbage or what, is, what are the kids saying now?
0: dog water dog water Is
1: dog water no cap
0: <laughs> i'm trying to teach my wife how to speak to gen z and she's learning
1: i'm learning guys she's learning I'm we just totally gotta make learning. it flow
0: a little more naturally
1: i think that flowed pretty well it was
0: dog water no cap okay that it was not bussin bussin
1: i still can't do that one i can't do that one. i won't be using uh, that
0: it one. cracks me up um but no you're right but but like, pastor
1: nick sorry i do got it but here's the thing up? pastor nick if Israel doesn't
0: exist Mm -hmm. if I don't support it then Jesus can't come back well that's the same argument of if I get cremated then I can't go to heaven because how's he going to put all my pieces back naturally Like, y'all, you're thinking too much about things that are way outside of your pay grade, way above your pay. grade. It doesn't you don't control that. What you control is did you say yes to Jesus? Are you walking in his his calling and his purposes in your life? Are you loving those who he's called you to love, which is what everybody? I'm pretty sure that's what my word says.
1: Um, are There's you, footnotes, I think. <laughs> it's in everybody. The,
0: it's in the apocrypha. No, like. Are you doing what you're supposed to do to live out your identity as a child of Christ, like Mm -hmm. as a child of God, redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ? Because here's the truth. There are Christians in Israel and there are Christians in Palestine. Mm. There are Christians in uh, South America, North America. There are Christians in every kind of geographic area, right? Mm -hmm. And as believers, our identity is a Christian. Our identity, we talked about this under the the, uh, Christian nationalism issue. You cannot put your identity, you cannot put a priority on one thing over the other because here's a hypothetical for you that I can can imagine being real. I don't know this, like, I don't know names. But because I know there are Christians in Palestine, because I know there are non-Christians in both nations, right? So where do you stand when a group of Christians who happen to be Palestinian are being forcefully removed from their home and some of them murdered because of their ethnicity and because of their location by, by a nation state that is called by the name of Israel. Where are you in that? Because we're not talking about hypothetics. We're talking about real people. These are real people dying. These are real people on both sides that feel wronged. on both sides that have suffered losses. And as the people of God, we are called out of drawing geopolitical lines and we are called to love people. We are called Mm. to engage in issues of peace, of Mm -hmm. reconciliation. He has given us a ministry of reconciliation, right? That's what we're called to. Mm -hmm. And so if that's where you are, like as a Christian, as a believer, you have to know that you cannot be the chosen people just because of where you were born, right? Because first Peter says you are a chosen people. Mm -hmm. You are a holy nation he wasn't speaking to the nation of israel he wasn't speaking to america he was speaking to gentile christians he was that's he was speaking to christians and he said listen you are a holy nation a royal priesthood that means out of uh, e pluribus right out of many <laughs> out of many yeah one group like in every nation there's a christian and you have um commonalities you are called out of that nation to be an elect exile yeah And so, when we start to draw these geopolitical lines, when we start to stand for or against people based on their nationality, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean their ethnicity, I mean the nation that they're from, then we're way outside of the gospel. Yeah, we're not operating in the gospel of Christ.
1: One thing that just hit me when you were were speaking, I was thinking about the scripture in, is is James, uh, I believe, where he talks about showing favoritism. Sorry, Jimmy, old Jimmy, (laughs) Jimbo, like to call him. (laughs) I wonder if that's what Jesus called him when he was like, "Oh, Jimbo, his little brother, get with it, bro." Listen, Jimmy. Um, listen Jimmy. <laughs> give, give me, Jimmy, let me tell you something. I'm a son of God. Anyway, um, Jesus was not like that. That was my interpretation. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So when we're talking about showing favoritism, mm-hmm. um, now, of course, James is speaking about like not looking down on someone who has less money yes. or who is, uh, I guess, giving favor to those who have riches. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is interesting with Christians will justify showing favoritism to people from Israel, mm-hmm. to Jewish people who are not, um, excuse excuse me, they're, they're Israeli people, Mm -hmm. but are not Jewish. Um, and I think that that's kind of floating into that favoritism that James Mm -hmm. spoke against because God's people, God's chosen people, his holy nation, right? His, his, um, his people, um, were chosen out of the world, but we're also blessed and through you all nations on earth will be blessed. Now the reason that he said that and if we really read the bible and you really understand it, the reason he said that is because Jesus came from That's right. that lineage.
0: And so Because he had to fulfill the law of the people of God. Yes, and
1: he chose to do it that yeah. way because of his grace. Um but when we look at that, it's really it's really important for us to not then take that and say well, we have to show favor mm. to these people because oh. and I've seen it I've seen this just weird almost um obsession
0: cult like following it is it's, yeah. it's
1: zionist there's there's zionism that's tied up in it um and and historically in america that's something that was almost planned out i think that was kind of a political thing um to to get trust from evangelicals but okay. that's a whole other subject <laughs> but we can't show favoritism just because of what we see on the outside and what we understand are mm. spiritual riches endowed yeah. to the people because if we're in christ which i believe right. we are we have just as much access. That's right. And so there's no favoritism. There is no, um, what? There's no Greek or Jew, mm-hmm. slave or free, yeah. Scythian. or. There's none of that. Yeah. And we have to actually live that out and not just say it because it's a verse in the Bible.
0: That's right. Oh, that's so good. Well, we've got a, um, a couple practical tips for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't like a lot of practicality of like, oh, hey, do these things. But it's more some, some reflection. Some yeah. self-reflection stuff. And so I'll let you take numero uno.
1: Well, we've said it before. And we'll we, say it we again. Got, we got, we're going to keep saying it. We ain't <laughs> never going to stop saying it. Read your Bible, but don't just read it. Mm-hmm. You must read it in context. You must take not just the verses that someone has told you mean that you should support Israel. Please don't just read a list of verses and say, well, I mean, the Bible says it. You know what the Bible also says? The Bible also has an instance of unjustified killing mm-hmm. of a, an innocent man. Does that mean it's okay for yeah. you to do? So yeah. we have to read the Bible in context. What I'm referring to, of course, is, is the murder of Jesus Christ on the cross. He was an innocent. He was found guilty by a judicial system Come on. when he was innocent. But that doesn't mean we should do that. Yeah. So we can't just take the verses and cherry pick what we want yeah. to, to support what we feel we should. We should, in, we should understand things through the lens of, okay, well, why, did, why was this said? Who was it written to? Who wrote it? At what time in history, what was going on? Mm-hmm. You're going to actually have to think to read the Bible. You can't just, you can't just take it and take what someone is Dang. interpreting for you. You have actually have to use your brain.
0: Y'all, she said it.
1: I'm sorry, but you, you have, I guess maybe the practical thing would be think.
0: <laughs> the practical thing, use your noggin. Use your noodle. Um, you got no, one. That's, uh, that's really good to understand because the, the act of studying your word and meditating on your, the truth of God is hard. And people don't like to do hard work. I'm speaking for myself. I'm people. (laughs) I'm people. I'm people. I don't Mm. like to do hard work. And I know it's difficult. And I know it requires a commitment. But anything that's worth doing requires a commitment. You can't say that you're a child of God if you don't know God. Mm. And you also have to look at when you're looking at the context. I don't know why I hit that L. When you're looking at it. Looking at it. (laughs) You're looking at them. uh, (laughs) When you're looking at the context, you have to also read that through the character of God as he displays Mm. through his word. Yeah. Um, Amen. Because you can't Amen. look at something and be like, well, God hates this person. Really? Where in the, like, what? Mm. God wants you to not love, wait, what? Where is yeah, the character where are you that? of God? So, so that's good. I think a uh, second point is, um, stop looking at the natural things for supernatural hope. Mm. It's so easy to find things within our power, within our, um, control, things that we can manipulate, right? Um, and utilize those things to bring us some sort of comfort and hope. And God did give us the physical world so that we can enjoy, so that we can um, have good things, right? Mm-hmm. But our eternal hope doesn't come from who's in what power politically. Come on. Our eternal hope doesn't come from those physical things. Mm-hmm. And when you start to place um, spiritual power in physical things, that's witchcraft. I'm just going to be real with it.
1: You thought what I said was <laughs> intense. You over here hey, making claims. I'm not making
0: claims, I'm saying the truth. Like, just- witches yeah. burn them. <laughs> You mean, like, get up and roast them, right? Like, talk bad yes, about them? no cap. Uh, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the caps. <laughs> done with the caps for the day. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, no, so, like, when you're engaging in um, any sort of taking this, this physical thing, like, this is our hope, our only hope, um, then you've removed the power of Christ mm. and the sovereignty of the Lord from your life and you're focusing on what you can control. So stop looking to the natural things for supernatural hope. Yeah. You have to look to the only provider of supernatural hope, which is yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Another practical thing um, that we all need to do every single day, not, not just in light of this discussion, but answer this question for yourself. Do it. Are you a Christian first? Mm. Where is your identity, bro?
0: Come on, bruh.
1: Because if your identity is only in what's going on
0: mm-hmm.
1: across the globe mm-hmm. with a group of people that you, you don't have, even know have no ties to really. I'm going to say we have an identity issue. We don't have a um, political issue. Mm-hmm. You don't have a political issue. You have an identity issue. Yeah. And that needs to be dealt with in the spirit that has to be surrendered and submitted to the authority of God. And that's not, that's not rocket science. It's not like, this. you don't have to do a bunch uh-huh. of stuff. It's, it's resting in, the eternal peace and hope and security you have in your father because of what Jesus did on the cross.
0: That's good. And I think in that, in that light, and I've said this before from the pulpit, speaking about racial issues, right? I remember saying, um, you have more in common with someone who is not of your ethnicity, who is a Christian than someone who looks like you. That's not right. I've said that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this situation, you as a Christian have more in common with a Palestinian Christian than you do with someone in the nation of Israel who denies Christ mm. that like our identity and our hope and our unification in the body of Christ is in those who proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ by the spirit of God, by the spirit of God. And so you have to take that into consideration. Mm. Your identity has to be so rooted in Christ that you are more in line and more um, on board and more unified with mm. a believer who doesn't look like you who you may walk on the other side of the street when you see them, but they're a believer. That's that's who you're actually related to Mm -hmm. as opposed to someone who maybe in your own family doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. And so that's a hard truth, but it is the truth.
1: Yeah. And I think, well, you had said earlier that we were going to share our views on this, like answer this question. Mm -hmm. Should Christians support Israel? I think I would like to answer that question for myself. Okay. Um, I support those who are far off. I support them because I want them to know Jesus. Yeah. Those who are far off that I meet, that I, that I actually have the ability to influence and, and impart something to. I support those who would be looked on as less than mm-hmm. because of where they come from, because of what they've done, because of what they haven't done. Um, that's who I support. Yeah. And I love, I want to say, I want to say I love all people. I haven't met all people. Um, I want to believe that if I met every single person in Israel, I would love them like in practical ways, in actual tangible ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Mm. I, I don't like, for me, it's a, it's a struggle. It's like, I don't, Know how to support this nation? Yeah. That I have no influence over. I have absolutely no say in what happens over there. How can I support them? Yeah. My support only goes as far as the breath that comes out of my mouth. In that case. Yeah. And so for me, it's like I can't answer that question in 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 good faith. I guess. Yeah. Without starting with like, well, here's here's who I know I should support. Mm-hmm. That Jesus would look at me, I hope, and say, okay, are you, but are you supporting these? people?
0: Yeah. Are you visiting the sick? Are you visiting the imprisoned? Are you feeding the hungry? Um, I think for me, the, the answer of do you support Israel, um, it, it's a loaded question because people mean do you support God's chosen people, those who— Do you support the Bible? Do you support the Bible? And in that case, yes. If someone says, do you unquestionably support a nation state just because of their name, the answer is no. I don't unquestionably support any nation state. I think every, th- every political power that is man-made, every governance, every situation where human beings have the ability— mm to exercise their flaws, I think they need to be questioned and they need to be Mm. challenged and they need to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. And so I think every nation state needs people like Christians to say, Hey, we're going to love everyone and you're messing up. (laughs) And so I think it's okay to challenge every nation state, um, from a place of saying, listen, you need to be held accountable. So I think Israel needs that. I think Palestine needs that. I think every nation state needs America, America needs it. I think every (laughs) nation state, and that's one of the (laughs) beauties of America is we can challenge our political parties and say, Hey, no, we, we need to hold you accountable. Um, and so my answer for that is, uh, yes and no. Yes. I support, um, the people of God, the global people of God. Mm. Um, no, I do not support unquestionably any nation state. And so,
1: and we as Christians cannot support, um, violence in any way, shape or form. Yeah. The period. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, there we go. So, yeah, we uh, we hope we haven't offended you. But if we have, just know that we love you.
0: We probably have, and that's good. Though. No, that's okay. It's, we get it's offended, offended oftentimes.
1: Yeah. And we need that sometimes. We need to be offended um, in order to grow. We, need, we right. need to experience that. So this has been the next big podcast. Sure we has. hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No cap. I mean, no <laughs> myth. <laughs> oh, you got me. Yeah, you got yeah. me. Be blessed. <laughs>